All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. You can tell my voice is still in recovery mode, but, you know, the show must go on. You know, we got to get uh, YouTube up and running. So hold on. Let's get our uh, YouTube family involved in this story. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. We got three, two, one. All right. Welcome aboard, YouTube. I hope we got some smooth sailing. Let's get a little liquid. And let's just jump right into today's fucking hit list. And the first one up is the fucking freeze here in Texas. Now, <clears throat> by the time, let's get all this shit set up. By the time I get all this stuff recorded, edited, the blase and the glavenoids, this shit would have already started to hit the fan. Now, hold on, let's uh, get the YouTube or the uh, Bluetooth kicked in because we're going to do a response video later on today too. So, uh, Bluetooth, how do you like my voice cracking like a fucking kid? Okay, here we go. Back on topic. Way to go, Uncle Bobby. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right, we got it. Let's do it. Back on topic. The first one up on the hit list is the fucking freeze. Now, by the time, again, I've recorded this, I've edited, I've done everything I got to do, the shit would have already hit the fan. I'm looking outside. It's not too terribly cold. But the rain and everything else has started to hit. Now, the big difference between this year, today, and last year. Can you guys hear my TV in the background? I got the news on, just in case. But <clears throat> that's actually kind of annoying me. Hold on. You know the rules. First sake only, motherfuckers. Let's get that muted. That's going to annoy me. Wait for it. Wait for it. All right. Let's get everything going. You would think, Dave, that I would be more organized. But alas, I am not. But I am back. The difference between this year and last <coughs> is it's going to get cold. It's going to be a really shitty weekend. We should be okay. Last year, gang, it wasn't four days before the freeze. I sat on the patio of a Mexican food restaurant and had a drink. I was pretty much wearing what you're seeing me right now in, a t-shirt, jeans. I was fine. The sun was out, right? I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Still learning how to pace my voice. Gang, it wasn't 72 hours after that. The shit hit the fucking fan. Now, the first day I woke up, I looked out. It was beautiful. The snow was virgin. Not a drop of dirt on it. It was actually quite peaceful. Now, I already knew I was going to miss work. Eh, it happens. And I still remember just taking a video, just pure silence. I still had lights. 
I still had internet. It was just relaxing. And then this shit hit the fucking fan. Then it went from that to, it just kept coming. It kept coming. It kept coming. The temperatures kept dropping and dropping and dropping. Now, some of y'all are going to laugh. <clears throat> and to that, I'm going to tell you preemptively, go fuck yourself. This is Texas. We're not used to this shit. There were days where the high, the high was 19 degrees. Now, again, for some of y'all, <clears throat> you're like, what seems to be the problem? The problem is here in central Texas, we're not prepped for that. We have no idea how to drive. We don't know how to keep our store stocked. We've got no idea how to act when the temperature gets that low. We just don't. We don't have snow top. We don't have any of that shit. There's no need for it. This happens once in a fucking millennia, right? Well, gang, it just kept going. And so you started watching the news, and the, it, it was doom and gloom, but it wasn't doom and gloom. You can tell. Let's get some alcohol. They were doing all they could to keep people from hitting the panic button. One of the last things they said <clears throat> to warn us, but hopefully we don't panic, was, look, maybe, we're not sure, kind of slightly, but if this continues, we may have to shut everyone's water off. No, no guarantees, no guarantees. Okay, fuck faces. I got a call from a former teammate who has someone who works on the inside for the city of Austin. He called me and he said, whatever you just saw in the news, wipe your ass with it. Tomorrow morning, they're turning off everyone's water. They're going to do it. And he told me, <clears throat> however many bathtubs you have in your house, you fill them all up with water right now. That's what I did. You'll never guess what happened first thing in the morning, gang. They shut the fucking water off. They sure the fuck did. And it just got worse. It got worse. And gang, <clears throat> they didn't even really announce the power outages. You just turned on your TV or you woke up and you were like, why am I freezing my nuts off? I put the heater on last night only to find out your entire neighborhood completely dark, right? And this is just a random string of consciousness as I'm sitting here remembering last year and how fucked up it was. It's going to be... <laughs> Yeah, you're like, yeah, uh, discovery there, Copernicus. Gang, it takes water to flush your toilet. Let's just say my guest bathroom wasn't looking too pretty after about day two and a half. I was a grown-ass man with a house, and I was taking a shit outside. Taking a piss outside is nothing. I'm a dude. That happens whether you got water running or not, right? Never really ran out of food, but you definitely had to ration. <clears throat> and the mornings, everyone got maybe 30 minutes to an hour tops of energy. And that's when you would do what you can. Look, all right. Emergency alert from the city of Austin. Just got a text alert. Let's see if we're all going to die. Hold on. Let's take a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at your balls. We are up in load. 
Uh, nope, just another warning for Central Texas. I already know that, fuck faces. But where was I? Oh, <laughs> so in the morning, you can kind of barely log in. Your internet was half the speed of AOL dial-up. So you can just kind of see basically how much longer you had to fucking live, right? And it was just, and I remember making a video, again, you know, on those times where I had the internet, just kind of keeping everyone abreast on how it was in Texas. And I remember telling people, I'm not going to die. This is inconvenient as shit. But I'm going to be okay. Turns out I was. But what really bothered me, and this is why this is leading this off today, gang. We killed people last year. The leadership was neglectful. Shit happens. There's no such thing as a perfect program. That doesn't fucking exist, right? But if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Gang, in 2011 was another incredibly hard freeze here in Central Texas. It wasn't as bad as this time last year, <clears throat> but the state of Texas was told, you are woefully unprepared for another big freeze. In 2011, we were told, you got to step up your winter game. If you do not step up your winter game, your entire state will crash and you will kill people. Gang, that ended up being exactly what the fuck happened. Again, I shit outside, right? I, I had to fucking borrow, you know, snow, which was already fucking dirty, so I could wash a dish. Robert Reed, shut the fuck up. You got nothing to complain about. Texas leadership sat by and, in my opinion, killed its citizens. 250-some-odd people died in third-world conditions in the state of Texas. The state that always is bragging about being the biggest and the best at everything. And I want to know at what, right? And I remember going to work after, I just belched, hashtag unprofessional. And talking about it with someone who's got her nose all the way up Trump's ass and <laughs> all the other Trumplicans. And I was still mad. Gang, this was not an easy thing to go through, like at all. And people are making fun of Texans because we're panic buying right now. Again, fuck face. If you live in a cold weather state, what we went through was nothing. But we're not used to this shit. That's why we're going to what we're going through right now, right? I don't blame people for panic buying, right? Where the fuck was I? I'm just rambling about this. The other two topics will be a little bit more precise. But this is a very emotional topic for Uncle Bobby for obvious reasons. But where the fuck was I? I went to work. And the person I was talking to, <clears throat> not only is this person unforgivingly conservative, this person didn't lose a second of energy, hot water, nothing. Good to go, good to go. And I told that person, this is Greg Abbott's fault, 100%. And she tap danced and, you know, forwarded me articles. And it's like, you know what? I don't want to hear it. I don't want it, especially from someone who didn't go through what I went through. Please shut the fuck up. Seriously. 
But the reason why this is ultimately Greg's fault, gang, this is like being the head coach of a football team. All right? If you lose a game because, you know, you, you a last-second field goal got blocked, when you go to the mic <laughs> after the game, you don't get to blame the special teams coordinator. That's not how it works. You are the head coach. That's why you make more money than all the assistants. That's why when the shit goes good, everyone jerks you off. But the flip side of that is when the shit goes bad, you are the fucking uh, scapegoat. It's part of your job, right? Craig Abbott is the head coach of fucking Texas. This is his job. Now, there are <coughs> reports right now that are saying Texas is good to go. We are ready for the surge in power because everyone's going to be home for about the next four days, so on and so forth. And there are also reports to say we're not ready. Let's get this uh, laptop plugged in. So I guess it all depends on who you want to fucking listen to, right? <sighs> I just don't trust Greg Abbott. I just don't. I don't think this is going to be as bad as this time last year. I really don't. I think it's going to be uncomfortable as shit. But I'm hoping people don't die. Because last year was just neglect. It wasn't even abuse. This was neglect. Right? You know what this kind of reminds me of? So Buddy's on my lap right now. Hashtag go Buddy. A friend of mine, several years ago, her and her husband sat their sons down because they were asking for a dough for Christmas. Now, every parent knows where this is getting ready to go and you're already laughing. They sat their kids down and like, look, fine. <clears throat> if you want a dog, we're going to get you this goddamn dog. But a dog is a responsibility. You got to take care of this goddamn dog. You know what they said? We're going to take care of this goddamn dog. You know what they didn't do after two months? They didn't take care of that goddamn dog. So it ended up, you know, mom's responsibility. <clears throat> I'll never forget because she called me panicking. Gang, again, the dog's about buddy size. The size of my fucking shoe. She was in the kitchen. She took one step backwards. She heard this loud crunch. She stepped on the dog's leg and broke the dog's leg. You mark as sad of an event, that, and the dog is fine. The dog is fine. As sad of an event, you can kind of mark that up as shit happens. That was a total accident. She felt like shit. She still does. What happened to Buddy was neglect. You, you know when your dog is losing their sight. You know when your dog is losing their teeth. You know your dog is losing their uh, ability to hear. His hair, his nails, he looked fucking terrible. That's neglect. That is knowing there's a problem and choosing not to do a goddamn thing about it. Tojo, now I got this goddamn dog and they can't have their dog back. They can eat a bag of dicks. My point is, that's kind of what Greg Abbott did to us. He knew. <clears throat> he 100% knew that Texas was not winter storm ready. Didn't do a goddamn thing. 
You guys remember about day three or four when Rick Perry got on the mic? Remember what he said? Texans would be happy to go through another three days of this just to keep the feds out of our business. He said that from a house that had heat, food, electricity, internet. Rick Perry, please go fuck yourself. Y'all remember what Ted Cruz did? He hopped his bad built ass self on a fucking plane, rolled out on the state that needed him. They're still in control. I can't remember his name, but it was somewhere close to Corpus. There was a mayor. And people were begging for help. You want to know why? They were dying. He sent out this long-ass tweet. I can't believe he put that shit on paper. But you know what he told his constituents? Not my problem. I'm not here to help you. Sink or swim, motherfucker. Right? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Texas, this is us. Our leadership. Let's close this one out. Our leadership is screaming their honesty at us. They're telling us we ain't shit. They're telling us we're going to treat you like shit. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to walk your happy ass in that goddamn voting booth. And you're going to vote for me again. I'll see you next year and the year after that. Are we ready to make a change? Again, we got midterms coming up. Before you know it, we'll be talking about who's going to be our next president. I don't know why YouTube's breaking up so bad. Just close your eyes and listen to my voice. It'll get better in the second half, I promise you. Greg Abbott, they've all told us to our face, you ain't shit. We were neglected. We were neglected. And as a result, people died. People are still working to get over emotionally, financially, Physically, what went down? My mom could not make very important medical appointments last year because of this bullshit. We Texans were neglected, and we were neglected by the people that we continue to vote into office. Texas, have you had enough of this bullshit yet? I have no faith in us at all whatsoever. Not even a little bit. Greg Abbott will be the next fucking governor. Ted Cruz, they're going to be sitting pretty. And you know what, Texans? Don't say shit. Don't say shit. We are getting exactly what we deserve because apparently this is exactly what we keep asking for. Holy shit. Let's change gears. And you know how we do it on this show. Hold on. Delicious gin and truth. Let's go. All right. Let's pull up this thread. <clears throat> so, gang, I saw some shit. The first part of that show was straight meatloaf, gang, and not even the good kind, right? That was like 65% lean. You know, the meat is questionable in its color. It's more brown than it is red. You slice open the fucking container. Someone's more like you need a fucking autopsy or someone shit on the floor. That was fucking terrible. But like I've always said, first take only fuck faces. All right, let's take a look here. So, gang, I saw a video. <clears throat> and it's an older video of... All right, here we are. It's an older video of Morgan Freeman... 
talking to Morley Schaefer on 60 Minutes. I don't know. Should we play it? Yeah, fuck it. Let's play it. Oh, come on. What do you do with yours? Let's roll the tape. What with Black History Month you find ridiculous? Why? You're going to relegate Black History to a month? Oh, come on. What do you do with yours? What Which month is Black History Month? No, well, come on. Tell me. I'm Jewish. Okay. Which month is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh, why not? Do yeah. you want one? No, 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 I, I, I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black History is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? I'm stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman, right? history. All right. I got the name wrong. That was Mike Wallace. Apologies. All right. So I'm not a fan of Morgan's uh, stance, right? How do we get rid of racism? Let's stop talking about it. I've already said this and I'm going to say it again. If you have a penis, in case you were not aware, that sack underneath your penis should have two balls in it. During this conversation, your monkey ass just grew a third and a fourth bowl. Would you like to talk about that with the medical professional? Or do you think the best course of action is not to talk about it? Right? I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Again, hashtag unprofessional. If you have breast, if you got mammary organs, <clears throat> again, that lump floating around in your right tit, hard as a rock, about half the size of a cue ball. I, I'm no expert, but I don't think it's supposed to be there. You tell me, what is the best course of action? Let's just not talk about it, or let's go to a doctor. That's how I feel about history, gang. That's why I feel about race. This, this need to kind of sweep everything under the rug and act like it didn't happen is officially the wrong course of fucking action because you'll never guess what fuck faces it's not going to go away not like that to sit here and just say i don't see you as a black man robert first i'm going to say you're fucking lying this whole i don't see color bullshit yes you do yes you do the problem isn't seeing my color the problem is assigning a value to that color simply because i'm that fucking color get to know me and you'll get to know I'm a fucking asshole. You can call me an asshole when you get to know me. It's got nothing to do with my skin tone, right? But and if you saw the thread, don't go after this person. It was very respectful. I'm not going to say their name. <clears throat> but this is this person, re, uh, John, let's just say John. John retweeted it. And their response was, <clears throat> Damn it, Robert. A very simple step of getting rid of racism. Remove labels. Okay. Hold on. Where's my... All right. My response was, being rid of Black History Month or labels won't solve the problem. Acknowledging the past seen and seeing how it affects our present. 
taking steps to balance things out. That's how you chip away at racism. Ignoring the fire will only make it burn hotter. Now, I'm going to stop right there because there are some other responses. That's how you solve racism. Sitting here and acting like the past didn't happen, again, it's no different. During this conversation, if you have a penis, you just drew a sixth ball. Are you really going to ignore that? Are you going to talk about it? Same thing here. Again, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging the color on my skin. Just like there's nothing wrong with me acknowledging yours. The problem comes when uh, we assign unnecessary values simply based on how we look, right? I am black. And behind this blackness, there is a story. Now, hold on. Let's make sure I got that up. <clears throat> I can squeeze this one in real fast. Again, I use the same example every single time. I made all American <clears throat> at a school that literally told my father, no niggers allowed. Now, again, let's rewind one generation. I'm Gen X. My dad was not allowed to go to UT. He was definitely smart enough. He was definitely athletic enough. Again, I said so the white people in my life, the majority of them went to UT. You know where the majority of their parents went? To fucking UT. A lot of the people in my professional life, they've got family-run businesses that are hyper-successful. Started by their grandfather or their great-grandfather. None of my grandparents got out of elementary school. Right? When that white grandfather or great-grandfather went to the bank to secure the business loan, he was only sitting in there with other white dudes. Women weren't even in there. Black sure as fuck went in there. Give me a break. So sitting there and just ignoring what happened in our past and say, we're starting right now, then you don't understand how much of a stagger there is to actually make up. And now I'm looking at the fucking clock. Gang, Thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pressing up on the 29 minute mark. You know the drill, say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin Hendrix. Let's go. YouTube back, shall we? It's not a party until YouTube joins in. Hold on, let's go. Bam. You guys ready, YouTube? Three, two, one. Welcome back, YouTube. Now let's let's keep this uh train crack a lacking, shall we? 
So we left off gang talking about Black History Month and how exactly not to solve the problem of racism. And again, it's really easy to sit here and say, because it's the easiest thing to do. Let's just ignore the past. Let's just sweep it under the rug. It didn't happen. Oh, it happened, but why don't we start right here and right now? We can't do that, gang. We cannot move forward until we, one, acknowledge the past. And right now, some of y'all are saying, well, haven't we done that? I'm going to tell you, no, the fuck we have not. We have mutated. We have bastardized American history until it is straight up a lie. Right? I've already told you guys. I'm going to tell you right now again. I know people who have pulled their children out of school, put them in a private Christian school because the public school sent out a notice to say, and again, this is right now. Gang, if you're listening to this, according to my analytics, you're about my age, which means I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. I can. Hashtag unprofessional. Which means we all were taught the same bullshit-ass story. And that story is, hold on. And that story is, the first Thanksgiving was the pilgrims and the natives just had a nice, vibrant lunch. No. Again, the pilgrims were yesteryear's Westboro Baptist Church. They didn't leave. They were kicked the fuck out. And when they hit what they thought was fucking, no, sorry, wrong story. When they got to the Americas, they conquered. They conquered the savages. They killed them. They murdered them. They raped them. And the ones they couldn't rape and murder, they eliminated through chemical warfare by bringing germs and diseases that the native immunity wasn't even aware they needed to be fighting this bullshit. The pilgrims were sacks of shit. People fight actual fucking history. They don't want to know it. That's why we walk around with the Washington Redskins and shit like that. Natives are still cartoon characters at best. And people are still mad finding out that we're changing the names. Like, oh, it doesn't bother me. And we actually had this conversation Tuesday, yesterday. Bubba, what are you doing? Someone at work. Not too terribly keen that the Washington Redskins are now the Washington Commanders. Okay, fuck face. Redskin is a dictionary-defined racial slur. This person acted like they didn't know that. I know they knew that. You want to know how I know that? I fucking told this person a long time ago, Right? And I'm trying to remember what else this person said, but they were trying to justify why it's okay. And I said, who told you all that? What color was their skin? Yeah, fuckface. A white person told another white person that it's okay to call Native Americans redskins, right? So my point is, we don't want real history in this country. And you got to understand, what was some of the other shit? Hold on. You got to understand, we are not going anywhere. Now, I know this because I can see their profile pics. 
The rain is coming down. I'm having this discussion with two white people, right? <clears throat> One of the responses was, uh, the problem is keeping it separate because the other person was like, it's just American history. No, it is not. The problem is keeping it separate from other histories. Human histories is a collective, as Morgan pointed out, the blahs and the glavenoids. I don't want a white history month, but dot, dot, dot. Here's a problem with that statement, gang. You may not want a white history month, but you already have one. And it's called every month of the fucking year. I've said it once. I'm going to say it right now. In this country, white is the fucking default. All we learned about was white history. Now, again, stop saying, why don't I have a month? Start asking, what have you had to endure to get one? White people, again, you don't, what did I say that about? Oh, I hope I was able to get that podcast out <clears throat> about affirmative action. The only difference between what benefits me and what benefits you, white people, is what I've got. It has a legal name to it. You don't have a legal name because yours is a default. You see what I'm saying? And so I'm like, well, I don't want a white history month. It's like, I hate to be the one to tell you this. You already have one. It's called every month of the fucking year, including Black History Month. Because, again, my mom was disgusted on what they taught for Black History. So she took it upon herself to teach her children's actual black history. We used to collect stamps, have story times about the whole fucking shebang-a-bang, right? So when you say it's American history, it's like, no, it's not. Well, actually, yes, it is. Because this is the history that America wants, watered down and totally sanitized. I can go all day on this, but I want to get to the fucking films. But again... This was not a debate. This was not a fight. Let's get some alcohol. And again, if you saw the thread, I've interacted with both these cats before. There's nothing but respect. We just don't agree. There's nothing wrong with having a separate month for blacks, for Mexicans, for Asians, because I put that in the same category as how badly we fucked up Black Lives Matter. Because people are saying Black Lives Matter equates to fuck all white people. That's not the case. Giving someone 30 days does not mean you're kicking someone else in the fucking face. And again, this, why isn't there White History Month? What the fuck do you think we've been learning? Again, in this country, white is the fucking default. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Again. Hashtag unprofessionals. I've been brewing nothing but twins, haven't I? Jesus Christ. But let's close this one out so this isn't a nine-hour episode. Again, a Black History Month, to me, is very necessary because we need to fucking, hold on. We need, cue that up. We need to start teaching actual history. And again, there is nothing wrong with a Black History Month, a Mexican History Month. There's nothing wrong with it. If you really want to sit here and say we're going to honor America, then realize 
There's more to America than just what white people have done. And there's nothing wrong with giving a quote unquote special month to a special group. It does not take away from any, it's like Merry Christmas, right? Saying happy holidays includes Merry Christmas. It does not take away from Merry Christmas. And to me, if your stance is truly that it is American history, to me, you should be applauding a Black History Month because, yeah, I am an American <clears throat> and I am more than my ability to dunk a basketball or run really fast. I'm more than my ability to dance and sing and be your fucking entertainment. You gotta understand, it is necessary and it is beautiful to notice, to acknowledge, and to celebrate the beauty that other cultures bring to this fucking country, Jack. To me, the, op the attitude should be the exact opposite. We all should be celebrating. The, buddy, we all should be celebrating the contributions of all the ethnicities. If that means 12 different months, that means 12 different months, right? I mean, yeah. can y'all see it? The Sigma brand on my arm? Some of all the parts. To me, you should be celebrating a Black History Month not trying to destroy it. You should be working so that everyone has a month so that we can truly celebrate what makes this country what it is. And it's all the different people that live on this enormous batch of stolen land. All right, gang, we're going to move on to the big daddy of the day. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Now, I acknowledge I was supposed to finish up the film on fuckface William Lane Craig. <clears throat> I just didn't have the fucking strength, right? But I'm a found another Christian apologist. And he is equally as fucking annoying. This dude gets a 10 out of 10 on the fuckface scale. And that's fuckface Greg Kokel. Like every other apologist, he is a liar. That is all Christian apologetics is. I told you. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to rag and I'm going to rank him. He's a 10 out of 10 on the fuckface scale. But he will never. Podcast, you can't see it, but Buddy just decided to wake the fuck up. Buddy, where are you going? Okay, let's put the Q-tip down. The formerly neglected dog. Hold on, let me close the door. So he doesn't go for a little nature walk in the house because, yeah, that's dangerous. Robert Reed, shut the fuck up. But fuckface Greg Kokel, back on topic. He's a 10 out of 10 on the fuckface scale because, as you're getting ready to hear, <clears throat> he is legitimately teaching people how to fucking lie. Now, there's two very short films, and we're going to roll this fucked up ass tape. And the first one is... How to respond to a hardcore agnostic. Now, five minutes, we're not going to get through the whole thing. To me, that's an easy thing to answer. How to respond with honesty. 
with an open mind, open ears, and an open heart. Yeah, he's going to teach you to do something totally different. Let's roll the tape. Agnostic or a radical skeptic who uh, just, uh, uh, just rejects all religious claims uh, out of hand and refuses to make any commitments about, about anything in the religious or metaphysical realm. Goddamn scam call. Well, the quick response that comes to mind is that uh, the problem of that kind of skeptic is they're not skeptical enough. Um, or Pause the tape. Did you guys catch that? <clears throat> the problem with the skeptic is that they're not skeptical enough. Ten bucks says he's getting ready to go down the path that they like to say when he's like, well, atheism is a belief. And an atheist will say, no, it's not. And then what will they say? Well, you believe in a belief that's not a belief. That's actually a belief. But you say it's not a belief. And you believe in that non-belief, which is an actual belief. And I just said the word believe 13 times in one sentence. Belief, 14. Therefore, I'm right. Ha ha. If this fucker says you're not skeptical about your skepticism, I'm going to start crying. Let's roll the tape. Put it another way, they're not skeptical of their skepticism. What the fuck did I say? You see, skepticism is a point of view. It isn't just a nowhere land that you happen to be because you can't figure things out. Agnosticism is, of course, uh, the point that you don't know uh, what the... Pause the tape. One, he's a fuckface. Two... I'm willing to bet you dollars to donuts. He's going to try and find a way to hang a burden of proof on the skeptic. That's where this is going. This is a dishonest fucker. Let's roll the tape. And that could be of two sorts. Try me. Actually, of three sorts. You don't know because you've never asked the question and you haven't looked at the evidence. And that might be one reason that you don't know. Doubt it. You don't care. I mean, there are lots of things I'm agnostic <laughs> about. And, you know, uh, what is the best rugby team in Australia? I don't know. Um, have no idea, and I don't care. So I am agnostic about that. But it's- Pause the tape. Fuck this dude. So he's kind of like Saitan Bruggen King in this case, who's a 50 out of 10 on the fuckface scale. So what Sai likes to do, <clears throat> he likes saying his hat on the term absolute, Right? Is there such thing as absolute truth? And then you'll be like, I don't know. It's like, well, are you absolutely certain? And he just trying to get you to say the word absolutely, right? Go fuck yourself. Now, the reason why that doesn't work, not with Uncle Bobby, because there's two kind of common usages of the word absolute or absolutely. The first one is just kind of an emphatic hell yeah, right? If someone says, and if you know me, I love pizza. I don't love it. I love it. Someone says, hey, big guy, we're going to go grab some pizza. Want to go grab some? You know what I'm going to say? Oh, absolutely. It's just a hell yeah, right? The second definition of absolutely or absolute, a standard by which there is no comparison, right? Michael Jordan is absolutely the best basketball player to ever lace up high tops. How do you know that? Alcohol first. What makes you say that, big guy? You ever notice how everyone else 
is the next Michael Jordan, right? He is the standard by which there is no comparison. <clears throat> Same thing here. But he's talking about being an agnostic. Religiously speaking, an agnostic, I, I, I'm an atheist, but shut the fuck up. You know where I'm going with this. From what I understand, the definition of agnosticism is, is we don't have the knowledge, nor could we ever have the knowledge to be able to confirm yay or nay if there's a supreme being. So it sounds like agnostic stays in the realm of non-belief because we, we can't know whether there is a supreme being. That's the religious definition or in religious context. What he just did is what I do, right? And that is same thing. Hey, big guy, what do you think about curling? The sport of curling, I'm totally agnostic. In other words, I don't give a shit, right? So I've already caught him with his pants down. He's conflating. He's fucking up the definition of one word and using the wrong one in this context. Greg Kokel, go fuck yourself. Let's roll the tape. Not an important issue, at least to me. And uh, consequently, I don't worry about that too much. Uh, it might be that somebody's agnostic because they've examined the issues carefully and they find that there is a tie between either side and therefore they can't decide um, under the present system of rules or information they actually have. It might be, however, that they are right. skeptical of religion because, or agnostic because they think not only do they not know, but it is not possible to know. Nobody can know. The answers to those kinds of things. Pause the tape. Spoke too soon. He acknowledged that portion. All right. Robert Reed, go fuck yourself. Let's roll the tape. <clears throat> this is a very different point of view than the others. Because okay. this is actually a, a very aggressive statement about the nature of knowledge. What? We are skeptical. In that case, they're not skeptical. I mean, that, there's a healthy skepticism that's appropriate where you what? don't have proper justification for the things people believe and if there are outlets uh, what? Being made, uh, it's good to be skeptical until you have evidence adequate to justify that particular claim. Okay. But we're talking about skeptics now that are quite different. They are not skeptical of their own skepticism. They're now here they have exalted skepticism. Shut the that fuck up. This idea that they are not going to accept any kind of religious claim whatsoever. They call pause the tape. There it is. There it is. He can now go fuck himself. Because what he's doing right now, he's defining the other side. Greg Kogel can go fuck himself. That is an incredibly dishonest debate tactic or conversational tactic. It's to sit here and tell his followers what the people like me are thinking and feeling. Please go fuck yourself. Again, please notice how these are monologues. They're not conversations. Greg Coco, please go fuck yourself. Let's roll the tape. Skepticism, but they're not skeptical. They are convinced that religious claims are false. And they are not skeptical of their own view. They are not asking, I, I think, deep questions about why they think they're false and what their underlying presuppositions happen to be, like materialism, maybe, or naturalism, and ask what justifies their material. Pause the tape. I knew it. <laughs> that is what he and all the other fuckface 10 out of 10 level apologists do. He's trying to saddle us with a burden of proof. And they do that 
so they can keep the focus off of them. You're the one who said there's this invisible sky wizard. But what? People like him, fuckface Frank Turk, they all do the same thing. When you say, you know what? You said there's an invisible man in the sky. Prove it. People this skilled, next thing you know, for two hours, you're trying to defend your level of skepticism. All the while, he never gets to answer the fucking question that you asked him. And that is, can you prove there's an invisible sky wizard? Greg Kokel, shut the fuck up. Let's roll the tape. Well, brother naturalism, I don't think they're asking those kinds of questions. I've listened to enough of them to know that this isn't what's going on. And so most of the times when you have hardcore skeptics, yeah. they haven't been skeptical of their own skepticism. Again. They haven't justified their skepticism with good reason. Again, all he's doing right now, we're doing, the tape is rolling, he's going to repeat himself, I guarantee it. Oh, wait. Hold on. But you're open to the evidence of either side? Or are you an agnostic who said... And justified their skepticism with good reasons. And this might be a challenge you make to them. You might ask them, by the way, what kind of agnostic are you? Are you an agnostic who says you just don't know yet, but you're open to the evidence of either side? Or are you an agnostic who says, I don't know, and nobody else knows either because no one can know about this circumstance? And so if it's the first, I want to know, well, tell me what. Pause the tape. We're going to end the tape, go into another halftime, and go to the second one. This is a very dishonest debate tactic. It is. Instead of <clears throat> addressing his stance, he continues to put his God underneath another walnut shell and move shit around. Because the genesis of all these conversations and debates is Look, you said there's a God. You need to be the one to prove it. Now, if you follow his fucking tutorial, now the uh, non-believer, they're on their heels having to justify what kind of agnostic you are, whatever the fuck. This is an incredibly dishonest fucking debate tactic. Something tells me the second tape isn't going to be a lot better. All right, gang. Thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock again. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained again. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix again. Then I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Gin and Truth. All right, I'm black again. Let's get YouTube back up and running. So far, so good, gang. My voice is holding up, getting stronger. I like doing this podcast thing. Hold on. All right, YouTube. Wait for it. Three, two. Welcome, Black YouTube. How am I going to start today's show off with the belch? Hashtag unprofessional. All right, gang. 
The next one's going to be a minute steak. It's another video from Fuckface Greg Kokel. Uh, Kokel. Now, this one is entitled, hold on, where is it? Want to share the gospel. Start with this question. Now, I already told you, this is already sitting on some dishonest bullshit. Right? If you're going to sit here and share your gospel, maybe you start with a definition, a demonstration, an explanation. Why are you starting off with the fucking question? Right? Again, if your partner comes home and you have every reason to suspect they just cheated on you, right? And you say, yo, did you just fuck someone else? And they answer you with a question? Well, what do you mean by fucking someone else? You just got your fucking answer. When you ask a Christian, okay, you just sat here and said, there's a God, a Jesus, a virgin not pregnant, okay? You need to demonstrate that. And if they answer you with the question, they are already fucking lying. Let's roll the tape. In place that will allow you to go forward and engage somebody in a productive way for Christ without taking a lot of risk on yourself. I talked in the past. Pause the tape. Did you guys catch that? How to do this without taking a lot of risk. Why is this thing not moving? On yourself. Can you guys hear a buddy sneezing in the background? Dude, what the fuck are you doing? This is what I'm talking about. How not to put any risk on yourself. Fucker, you made a claim. I know you guys don't like it, but the burden of proof is yours. So he's basically teaching his followers how to fucking lie. Let's roll the tape about the importance of not worrying about the harvest, but thinking more about the gardening, because if we garden effectively, then the harvest will take care of itself. Plus, the idea of trying to win someone to Christ and get them to sign on the dotted line is a little daunting. Keep going, shit. Sit on the bench. Yeah? Instead of getting out into the field. Yeah, let's get in the field. So I want to suggest a means by which you can do that. Okay. okay. What's the first step of the game plan? The first step of the game plan is to simply gather information. Pause the tape. The first step in the game plan is to gather information. I don't like where this is going. Hold on, buddy. You're, you're killing your father, Larry. Let's get the Q-tip back up. Okay. To gather information. Again, <clears throat> we're trying to gather information from you, fuckface. You made the claim. We're asking you to support the claim. And now this fucker's saying you need to gather information. This is dishonesty. This is lying. Let's roll the tape. You cannot know how to proceed effectively in a conversation unless you have basic information. Now, what, what? does that do? It gives me a little bit of a sense of the lay of the land. I might find out whether or not they're a Christian or if they used to be a Christian and aren't now or whether they've yeah. ever thought about Christianity or whether they're hostile to Christianity. You see, these are all things that are really valuable to know before you move forward. What? This is one step that you, you don't need to hurry. This is some not bullshit. Not getting to the end game. Winning them to Christ. Don't even think about that now. Just think about gathering information. Now, I have what? a model question at this point that will okay. help you. 
And the model question is, what do you mean by that? Oh, go fuck yourself. Did you guys hear that? This is where fuckface Frank Turk gets it from. Or this is where this fucker gets it from. Depends on who's older. His question is, what do you mean by that? Fuckface Frank Turk does this one all the time. <clears throat> what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Well, I told you, when I first went down this road, when I realized I was an atheist after I couldn't answer my best friend's question, I saw a video of fuckface Frank Turk talking to Hannah, a college-age girl, who asked a very simple question. I'm a good person, but I don't believe in your God. Am I going to hell? Gang, over nine and a half minutes later, he never answered that little girl's fucking question. Well, what do you mean by good? Well, you know, I'm a good person. I, I'm, I'm decent. Well, what do you mean by decent? Well, I'm a decent person. I, I like to play the game. By society's rules. Well, what do you mean by... Shut the fuck up! Again, fuckface, if you are smart enough to defend a dissertation, you're smart enough to understand simple fucking vocabulary words. This is lying. This is lying. This is lying. A model question? What do you mean by that? You're lying. Let's roll the tape. What do you mean by that? It's a, it's a <laughs> model question that means you can use it in different ways under different circumstances with different people. Now, this is especially what? helpful when people are raising objections against Christianity. Oh, come on. Offering challenges. And just there are all kinds of challenges that require more information. And so when somebody says, well, everything's relative, and you ask, what do you mean by relative? Or they what? say, I believe in evolution. And you ask, what do you mean by evolution? Or they say, I believe the Bible is filled with errors. Or the Bible has been changed. Or that Jesus never lived. Or that he lived, but he wasn't a miracle worker. Etc., etc., etc. It is always in your favor. Pause the tape. Okay. Again. <laughs> I'm looking at Greg. Fuckface. Kokel. He's older than I am. He is older than I am. Okay, you, whether he has a college degree, this video is three years old. So, yeah, he looks to be about in his mid-50s-ish, whatever the fuck, maybe 60. I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. That one was gross. Back on topic. Fuckface, if you have made it this long on this planet, and you haven't died from simple logical errors, like don't throw a plugged-in toaster into the fucking bathtub when it's full of water to pump the brakes when you see a red light versus gunning it, then you know the definitions of simple fucking words. Right? Everything is relative. Well, what do you mean by relative? Well, again, he said, I believe in evolution. Christian, stop. Evolution is not a belief, right? But he said, I believe in evolution. Well, what do you mean by evolution? Okay, again, these are tactics to help people lie. Let's roll the tape. 
or that Jesus never lived, or that he lived but he wasn't a miracle worker, etc., etc., etc. It is always in your favor to ask more questions. You don't have to answer that objection. Not the, at this point. The, All you have to do is get more information. Pause the tape. Did you guys hear that? You don't have to answer that objective, uh, 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 objection. All you have to do is gather information. You're not gathering information. Gang, <clears throat> there are legitimate times when it's okay to ask a question after a question. Like clarification. So if I'm talking to, I don't know, Fuckface Frank Turk. And Fuckface Frank Turk tells me that God is a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, disembodied mind. Okay, a clarification question would be, what the fuck are you talking about? All you did was string words together in a sentence. That makes no sense. Again, time and matter is how we measure existence. A clarification question is asking someone, I don't understand your definition. Please make it more clear. Then there's a question that redirects focus. And that's this shit. That's a dishonest tactic. Again, they accuse us. All you want to do is debate. No, fuckface. That's all you want to do. Again, if I ask you to prove your God and all you're going to do is bombard me like Cy Tim Bruggenkate, how do you know that? 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 How do you know? And he will do that for three hours. You say, dude, I do not believe you when you say there is a God. His response, how do you know that? Right? Now you're backpedaling, trying to explain your epistemology. Right? Same thing here. Well, what do you mean by that? 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 What do you... That is not a clarification question. Because they are, again... All they're doing is redirecting focus. This is a professional liar. One more time, let's roll the tape. And the more information you get, the better. The more you understand that person, the more you understand that person's ideas, the more clarity you have of the challenge, the better you'll be able to decide in the future which direction to go, or if you don't go in any direction at all. This first question, what do you mean by that? Um, meant to help you gather information is going to get you started. And that's all we want to worry about at this in the tape. All he's doing is teaching people how to fucking lie. That's it. End of story. Christians, I can't believe you pay this fucker money for these seminars for him to teach you. One simple question that is meant not to clarify, but to fucking distract. Again, Christian apologists, it is Latin for, I'm going to fucking lie to you. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby (coughs) has given you three big motherfucking problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you three big problems. Motherfucking solutions. What's the first one up? First one up is the Texas freeze. Shut the fuck up. Again, 
Texans were not abused. Texans were neglected. Greg Abbott sat his monkey ass on the information that Texas needed to step its winter game up. Now, the first part of the show was just emotion. So I know it sounded like some bullshit. My personal experience is irrelevant. I made it through. There are almost 300 people that did not see the next day. They died in third world level fucking conditions in a state that brags about being the biggest and the best at everything. Texans were literally neglected to death. Craig Abbott didn't care, and Ted Cruz jumped his bad-built ass on a plane, and he deserted us. And in case one of you fucks asked the age-old question, well, Robert, what was he supposed to do? Let's ask the AO to the motherfucking C. In case you guys aren't aware, she represents New York, not Texas. And in the time it took discount rack Wolverine to get his fat ass on a plane and fly back to Texas, the AO to the motherfucking C leveraged relationships and raised millions of dollars for Texas Relief Fund. That's a New Yorker. She did more for a state that she did not live in than fucking Ted Cruz. Bottom line, Texans, are you ready to make a change? No, you're not. No, you're not. Why is Greg Abbott still ahead of Beto O'Rourke? If you always do what you've always done, you will always get what you have always gotten. We're going to freeze tonight. We're going to freeze our nuts off tonight. I have an icebox full of food. I've got heater. I have backup heaters. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be uncomfortable, but I'm going to be okay. I hope no one loses their lives. But if they do, this falls on Greg Abbott's desk again. Texans, are you ready to make a fucking change? Next one up, Black History Month, and the people who want to take it down, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No, 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 hold on, do I got a belch? There it is, I just belch. Hashtag a professional. No, and I respectfully disagree. And by respectfully, I mean I violently disagree. You do not solve this problem by simply not talking about it. Again, during this podcast, again, if you have a penis, you just grew a 12th fucking testicle, Jack. Let me ask you a question there, fuckface. How is it going to get better? By ignoring it or addressing the problem? <clears throat> By simply just saying, I see a man in front of me is not how you solve racism. You see a black dude Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Right? The problem isn't that you see my race. The problem is when you assign a value to it. And the other problem is acting like my dad, my dad's dad, my mom's dad, my mom's mom, my dad's mom, me, 
The problem is acting like we haven't gone through the shit. The problem is acting like everything's equal. Let's just start right here, right now. I see a man. I see a woman. Let's all come together and sing Kumbaya. That's not how it works. Again, you should want to celebrate. It's like what I said. No symbol can be more important than the people it represents. Right? Same thing here. You should celebrate a Black History Month. Let's learn about everyone who makes America, America. Right? We should have a Native American year because we still ignore everything that happened before a white dude figured out, hey, there's this place over there. Let's call it India. Just in case you guys aren't aware, they're not Indians. The person who quote unquote discovered this land was actually looking for India. His dumb ass bumped into North America and called them Indians. They already had a name. They already had a name. I just learned last night, right? 3030 showed me this uh, website. I did, I've been doing on and off research, right? The overwhelming majority of people who identify in black as black in this country, you're not. You're actually not, right? There were five original uh, Afro-Indigenous uh, uh, tribes. Turns out I'm one of them. I'm trying to remember Cherokee, Seminole, Choctaw. I can't remember the other two. But you see what I'm saying. My point is teach actual history. If you want to take the next step, if you really want to, quote unquote, stop talking about it, then you'll talk about it. You will acknowledge all the fucked up things that have happened in the past. We will acknowledge that we are not starting from the same spot. We will work to create a better balance and it's going to be uncomfortable. Again, equality is that thing that everyone loves to talk about, but not enough people want to participate in. You want to know why? Because equality means that you may be uncomfortable. It's not going away and it's definitely not going to go away by simply not talking about it. There's nothing wrong with the black history month. Actually, there's everything right about it. Embrace it. Love it. Enjoy it. Learn from it. So your kids or maybe your grandkids will finally, quote unquote, not have to talk about it. Gang, Next one up, and lastly but not leastly, Greg Kokel and Christian Apologists, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Greg Kokel is a 10 out of a 10 on the fuckface scale. Again, all this asshole does is teach people how to lie. That's it. By sitting there... And taking a direct question for you, Christians, and then turning it around on us, the atheist, the agnostic, or whatever form of non-Christian that you think is going to burn in hell, and sit there and continuously ask, well, what do you mean by that? 
That's a dishonest question. Again, a clarifying question is me asking you to define your bullshit. A timeless, spaceless, immaterial. What? I need you to step back and I need you to redefine that. Because I have no idea what you fucking meant. You literally just described someone or something that doesn't exist. Time and matter is how we measure existence. That's a clarifying question. A dishonest question is asking, what do you mean by that? Because fuckface, if you have PhD behind your name, if you're 60 years old, you know the definitions of simple words, right? Well, everything's relative. Well, what do you mean by relative, right? Well, I think I'm a good person. Well, what do you mean by good? Okay, fuckface, again, there's clarifying questions and then there's redirecting questions. Redirecting, que redirecting questions are lying. That's all you guys do. And people pay you top dollar so they too can be taught how to lie. Instead, why don't you give Uncle Bobby that money and I will teach you how to be honest. You may end up being proven wrong, <clears throat> but at least you go to bed at night knowing that you are fucking honest. The one thing that no Christian or especially no Christian apologist seems to be able to fucking do. Here's one free of charge. When you are asked a direct question, answer it directly or importantly, honestly. Even if the answer is, I don't know. Especially if the answer is, I was wrong. Save your money. Be a humanist. You don't want me to lie to you, so don't you lie to me. You want to talk about treat others the way you want to be treated? Start following your own fucking advice. Be honest. All right, gang. The big guys held you long enough. He's siding the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth.